Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit This Calendar with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 495. Where Drew and myself will be talking about what's coming out in your local comic book shops February the 20th, 2019. Before Drew and I get into what's going to be in your comic book shops this coming Wednesday, Drew, welcome back from vacation and everything. And what do we got going on? Yeah, thank you, uh, thank you. Had a had a nice vacation. Sorry we missed a week. Uh, couldn't couldn't pull it off logistically with the with my vacation um, uh, instead of Kyle's. So it was a nice turnabout there. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, I had a good time, and uh, we'll get back on schedule for a little while until we we get off again. Uh, I want to kick off this week's episode with a little melancholy announcement. You, those of you who've listened for a while, know that I. Uh, co-hosted over at uh, the Weekly Comic Spotlight with uh, John Mayo on his site, the comic book page uh, site and podcast. Um, he was on a, a family cruise in Norway to see the the Northern Lights with his uh, mom, dad, and sister recently, and uh, something his dad always wanted to do and, uh, and see, and uh, as the, the trip was ending... Uh, his dad passed away on the plane unexpectedly. So, uh, un- unfortunately that kind of, you know, really rocked him, uh, pretty hard. Uh, and I wanted to just to, to give my, my condolences to John, you know, having, having recorded with him for 250 episodes and talking to him each and every week, I got to know him really well. Um, we became friends. We met once in, at C2E2, um, and so, so I, I feel, I feel really bad for him for having going through something like that. Um, he, he did address it on his podcast and, uh, it, it was rough. It was rough to listen to, you know, it really, it really hit him hard. And, um, it, it was, it was a real heartfelt, uh, kind of uh, honoring his father and, um, really kind of made me kind of re, you know, evaluate, my own relationship with my dad. So it was, uh, it was a tragedy for him. He did get to spend, you know, his dad's last two weeks of his life with him every day, uh, which is kind of a blessing. And as he looks back, I'm sure he'll appreciate that. But, um, still, um, I, I feel bad for, for what he's going through. I believe the funeral is today. Um, and, and, uh, I, I wish him and his family well and, and, and give them my, my deepest condolences. Um, if you're, if you're, uh, if you know John or listen to his podcast, uh, you can, you can, um, check it out over at comicbookpage.com. Uh, I'm sure he, he likes listeners and he likes, 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 uh, feedback to his episodes and stuff. So, um, that'd be the best way to, to, to kind of help him out is to just support his podcast. So check that out. And, uh, sorry, John. Um, hope, hopefully things will get better. Our uh, thoughts and prayers out to him, and uh, sorry to hear that. Yeah, yeah, it stinks. Um, now our show must go on, and uh, let's start with our, our FOC list. Yeah, let's head on right into FOC. Of course, FOC is your final order cutoff. It is your final opportunity to add the things you missed on previews or get a final look before they start actually putting things to print. This has been something that Drew and myself have uh, been Going through a lot over the last year, it's been awesome to uh, be able to add things that we missed, see final artwork before things go, or catch some uh, FOC-only items or things that weren't in your previous book. So, this has cost us a lot of money, but we do definitely (laughs) enjoy it, and we want to thank 
of course, Eric from Cowabunga for curating the FOC list. Um, if your local comic book shop does not do an FOC, uh, reach out to him to either get on the mailing list to see the FOC or even possibly order these things. And again, if your comic book shop does these, check it out, listen to us, and make sure you get in there by noon on Monday uh, to add or subtract from your order. Eric, not necessarily speculating on his own, but does like to feature a few things that he at Cowabunga are moving up and down or things that kind of catch the spotlight. The first one he's got on here is Batman Who Laughs, the Grim Knight number one, the variant, the Del Otto. Man, if you ever wanted to see what Batman would look like if he were in the Matrix, <laughs> this is it. He's got a couple dope-looking little SMGs. Um, like, if that's not a wallpaper, I don't know what is. Yeah, that's a, it's a pretty cool shot. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty awesome. Uh, he also has, of course, Catwoman number nine, the art germ cover B. Um, an amazing cover, but uh, for art germ, just another cover because that is just what he does. It's very nice. Of course, of course, we also have Murder Falcon number six, cover B. I think the last one of these I remember putting in ordering from the previews. The, f- the previous ones were FOC only, and a lot of people missed them. They've, of course, the B covers on Murder Falcon have been homages to uh, metal albums. And this one uh, is, of course, Drew. Uh, it is uh, Megadeth's Rust in Peace. Megadeth, Rust in Peace. And I just Thanks. recently learned that Hangar 18 that I really like is off this album. So I do know some Megadeth, yeah. and uh, it's off this album. I think I was nine years old when the album came out. Shout out to Eric, who uh, reminded me what this was, because... Uh... I couldn't remember. Not, not, weren't a big metalhead there, Drew? Uh, I guess those brain cells are long gone. Can't <laughs> remember th- any of it. Who'd have thunk it? Who'd have thunk it? And of course, the final thing rounding out that Eric's spotlighting for us Amazing Spider Man number 17, uh, Corey Smith 1 in 25 variant, which, if you're looking for some of those high end variants for 50 bucks, he can hook you up with that. But, Drew, now that we've got those picks out of the way, what do we got on this FOC? Well, in Dark Horse, um, I don't Who's, see really... Who is Calamity Kate? And do we care? Magdalene Visagio, being the writer. Corinne Howe and Valentina Pinto on art. Oh, okay. That looks interesting. Okay, it's a reboot. Oh, is no. it? She says, Kate Strand reboots her destructive life and moves to L.A. to be the superhero she always wanted to be. Calamity Kate, gun-toting monster killer. With her latest career change, she faces new challenges, relationships, and competition. Despite uh, desperate to show she's worth a damn in a world overrun by zombies, vampires, demons, goblins, and the ultimate monster, Bounty, the seven fabled beast of yore. So, I don't think it's a reboot. I think they're just saying that the character was rebooting. Yeah, I, 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 the cover's kind of nice. Uh, I don't know who Corin Howell is, so I'm not sure what the interior art's going to look like, or if Valentino Pinto is doing the interior art. I'm not sure who's doing it, um, but yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. I, I, I will check that out. Yeah, for sure. And we have a Tana Ford cover B. Uh, makes it look like a completely different comic. So I would watch and read cover A. Um, I would skip cover B because I don't know. So this is one of those books that I'm not sure how interested I am in it. Uh, but that's pretty much it from Dark Horse. Yeah, me. let's move off of Dark Horse and let's find DC. 
So it it says Batman Who Laughs, The Grim Knight, number one. Did the Batman Who Laughs end? It is a five-issue mini, if I'm correctly. Uh, we just pre-ordered number four, so it is still going. Okay. So it's just going to go miniseries after miniseries. You okay. got it. And why not? Because these characters are pretty cool looking. Uh, ripped from Batman's greatest nightmares, the Grim Knight is the world's most dangerous vigilante, unafraid to use any weapon and go to any length to stop those whom he deems worthy of death. Trained with the finest arsenal Wayne money can buy, learn the secret origin of the second deadliest Batman, hand-selected by the Batman who laughs to bring his dark plans to fruition. This one-shot has a big 28-page story. Okay. That's interesting. That's interesting. But I think the story of this FOC is this is your last chance to order Detective 1000... And we've got all the covers, which may have already been released, but I didn't pay that much attention before. Uh, I don't know if we saw them all yet. But, I know um, I didn't see whatever this Midnight Release variant is. Oh, yeah, that's the, the Midnight one I did. Never mind. The Midnight Release is, is the newest one. Um, so of all these, do you have a do you have a favorite? I do not. That's what sucks. Um, I don't and have a favorite. At five, six bucks a piece, even with the discount, mm-hmm. that's tough. I like the ink blot um, by Greg Capullo. Yeah, that's that's kind of cool, man. I mean, I that's a good one. I'd probably pass on the jock uh, face. I'm not sure if that's the greatest. Uh, yeah, Tim I'm sales. Actually, yeah, I'm disappointed in that one. Tim sales okay. Frank Miller, I love. I love the Frank Miller. Love um, it enough for for uh, six bucks. Yeah, I think I do. Uh, Bernie Wrightson is really nice, classic. Um, and didn't Bernie Wrightson die? Uh, no clue. Thought he did. Uh, the Stranko's nice, but not enough for me to pull the trigger on it. Uh, the Michael Cho is really awesome. Yeah, uh, uh, that's that's a great one from that's a fi- the fifties version. Uh, the forties is just cl- is just a great Bruce Tim Joker, uh, kind of lording over Batman and Robin, you know, a la uh, the animated series. Really nice look there. Um, the Steve Rude from the thirties, um, not my style, so I'd probably. Pass I really, on that I one. actually really like that one. Do you? Yeah. And then the 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 cover A, the Jim Lee cover A, is really really good. Uh, so. Uh, I don't want to double or triple dip on this. I don't think it's worth it. I know, but I just for my not from a, a, a flipping standpoint, of course. But there's just some from nice the, the stock of you were there and you wanted to get it while you're while it was there. Yeah, I mean, you know, you might they might disappear, you know, and you might not be able to get them again. Yeah, they might only reprint the cover A. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to do. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm really tempted on that, that Capullo and the Frank Miller for sure. Those those are like one and two. Mm-hmm. 1A and 1B. Um, so, yeah, that's going to that's gonna be tough. Um, I didn't, what, was and I purposely didn't on, what was the print run on Action 1000? Uh, almost half a million. Well, almost half a million. Uh, under over? Over. Over? Yeah, this will be bigger. Yeah, this will be bigger than that. Batman's bigger than Superman. 
That's what I thought as well, but maybe people see that nobody cared about the a- action. That's what I wasn't sure. Well, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I yeah. I think this is gonna. I think it'll be fine. I think it'll be over half a million. <laughs> um, and I don't think it'd be a disappointment if it was at three hundred thousand. I think it's still a cool anniversary. Mm-hmm. So whatever it does is fine. But. Only the second comic I know of to reach one thousand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of, kind of a big deal. Yeah, no doubt. Um, but yeah, I did. I purposely did not order anything during the preview cycle, knowing that it would be FOC'd later, because um, I had that luxury now. Yeah, and, that's pretty uh, dope. And so, waiting to the last minute to think it through. Mull it over, and now I have two days left to decide. <laughs> so many times I look at something in previews, and I'm like, I'm just going to default to no, because when uh, FOC comes, I can always just grab it. Yeah, because I got a second well, crack at it. For the big ones, essentially. I, I, I say that to myself. Yeah, I mean, for every publisher, except for the back, some of the back half, small stuff, mm-hmm. he, pretty much got, he pretty much got that option, which is second, really cool. Second bite of the apple on those. Yeah. So do you, do you, are you just doing one, or are you doing none? Because I'm doing you, none. I'm just, I'm just doesn't mean anything to you because the history of comics mean nothing to you. Big numbers scare me, true. Big numbers scare me. Yeah, yeah. You want to read it though. Yeah, and if I'm in an FOC and I walk by and it's there, I'll grab it. I don't know that that seems to be how I roll in an LCS. Yeah, you said FOC. Whatever. If you're in an FOC, you're within the matrix, and I've fallen somehow in a digital archive. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, I'm getting a couple. Kyle's getting none, so, you know, between the two of us, we average out to one each. There you go. <laughs> There's uh, the penultimate uh, Scooby Apocalypse, <laughs> oh, number 35 right there. And I just read 34, and they are winding this sucker down. Which one did I, or was... Which one did I see? I saw like a zombie Fred making out with somebody on something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's just, that's happening. Just checking. Yeah, it's crazy. So we, we don't. Got on the, we uh, don't have cover art for the Art Germ Supergirl twenty eight cover B. I was wondering about that. I was wondering if who was back on those. Yeah, Supergirls. So we have Catwoman by Art Germ this month and. Superwoman, and I think I've seen the Superwoman on Facebook, if I remember you, correctly. You like the uh, Red or Hood Supergirl, B? Supergirl, not Superwoman, Supergirl. Do you like the Shane Davis cover for Red no, Hood B? I don't. Really? I'm With the Penguin? Throwing the dice? You don't like yeah, that? I don't like it as well as I thought I would. Huh. Yeah. Huh. It's not bad. Um, uh, the Rafa Sandoval Titans, I think, is pretty nice. I did read the first uh, Wonder Twins yesterday, and uh, second issue is available for FOC. And I don't think I'm adding it. It's although I enjoyed it. It's a it's it's and it was hit a couple of nostalgia buttons having a Hall of Justice and stuff from Super Friends in it, which was kind of cool. Um, but it's it's really a kids book, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. Hmm. Which is fine. That's what the imprint's for, so I should have known that. Um, how about the Victor Kalvachev Wonder Woman B? I kind of like that. Huh. Yeah, that was it was kind of neat looking. It was better than I thought it would be. I was like, yeah, what's this going to... Yeah, he's kind of aping uh, 
you know, that painted style. Yeah, except the face looks derpy, but other than that, not bad. Derpy. Did we miss anything else when I was going gaga over um, Detective? No, I think that's it. Uh, Prawl number seven, I'm not sure how long that is. Or that's an ongoing, isn't it? Uh, is Pearl now an ongoing? I don't know. I didn't see an of on it is why I asked. Yeah, maybe it is. Oh, yeah, it's Pearl 7, so yeah. Um, gosh, I think this is the weakest of the of the four Jinx world. Um, but whatever. Well, moving off of DC, because I think that's it. Yeah, I think you're right. IDW. Hmm. Marvel Action Black Panther. So this is the AIDW Sell Marvel Books to Kids initiative. Mm-hmm. Kyle, you've got to get the cover A for Transformers. New first issue. Well, the Transformers I mean, in hell? No. No. Straight up Transformers. Ooh. New number one. Look at that oh, cover. Oh, that is cool. Gabriel Rodriguez, Optimus, and Megatron just chilling there on Cybertron. That is cool. That's a great cover, right? That is a very good cover. Yep. I'm getting that for you. That's, that'll be my gift to you. Hey, all right. That is that is so you. That is done. that is 80s Kyle right it's there. It's very true. It's very very true. That's cool. Sure, don't want me get to get me the hundred dollar uh, one. <laughs> Ah, not that I, I, I think I, this. No. I think this takes care of it. <laughs> this okay. scratches that itch. Right. <laughs> you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. <laughs> uh, anything else in IDW? Um, no. We got. We talked about Shredder and Hell a couple weeks ago, and it went to a second print. So that is cool. Wow. That is a little bit of heat on that title. Now, what I'm really excited about then, if we can go to Image, let's head on down. Is Assassination. Um, or ass ass in nation, as I like to call it. Uh, Kyle Starks, the guy that did um, um, what was that darn book I love so much? The the one about the bums, uh, about the hobos. Oh crap! Can a uh, rock candy mountain? Yes. Um, you know I loved I loved that book. Um, and so I think I think he wrote that. I hope because I've just struggled to find it. And Erica Henderson's on this, and I read the preview pages that are in the back of some image books, and uh, they had I think there's like eighteen, no twenty, twenty, twenty assassins in this, and um, there's like a rogues gallery of them and who their their names, and some of their names are just like hilarious. The laugh out loud just looking at the names of these different assassins um and they all all very unique and uh it it just looks it's it's funny it's it's uh the the concept is the world's former greatest hitman hires the 20 best assassins in the world to be his bodyguards um and they have to work together to keep him safe and so it, it, i think hilarity will ensue and uh, I'm looking real. I'm really looking forward to this one. I think it, I think it's going to be a great, great comic. And uh, as, as since it's an image now, they'll be under ordered. And uh, only chance. one cover. Only one cover. Only a, one not, cover. Not a bunch of covers. 
Uh, it is a cool cover too. Uh, they're all in one big Mexican standoff. Mm-hmm. Can you can you say Mexican standoff in 2019? Oh, I hope so. Uh, I don't, they, I don't they, know what the, I don't know what the equivalent is. Guns akimbo. I don't know. Otherwise. I like it. That's pretty good. Yeah. You just come up with that? I, no, no, I've heard that before. I like it. I mean, all me, all me. Uh, yeah, great job. Yeah, so I, I, I really, um, I think this is going to be a good one. So I'm, I'm psyched about. It. I've got multiple, multiples of those this coming in. Um, people seem to be loving, uh, die. The third Karen print. Gillen. Third print on number one. Yeah, and that's a different cover. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I, I of course, am really enjoying gunning for hits. Um, so. There's the chance to get the third issue of that if you were sampling it or or not. I skipped Little Bird. I did too. Um, I I mean, it, the the art was really detailed mm-hmm. and, you know, great craftsmanship, but it was a style that I don't usually gravitate yeah. towards. So Five issue I'm still mini. on the fence. Yeah. And why do they even say that yeah. I mean I mean most most of them don't say it yeah. and we know and we know it isn't going to go 12 issues but this is yeah it's it's really good art um, it's uh, Ian Bertram art and it's mm-hmm. really really strong um, I got a feeling I wouldn't I wouldn't like the story yeah but I might get this first one anyway because it could be a um, a situation like a monstrous or yeah, a seven to eternity where the art's kind of outshining the story and there's money to be made there. And so we probably, know Drew hates it when artists get credit for a title. I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes it drives it drives sales. People get get excited about it and um, Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah, uh, there's that uh Murder Falcon heavy B or cover B heavy metal variant. It's a heavy, heavy B. That B is heavy. That was my uh, rap name, Heavy B. <laughs> uh, rat Queens continuing on. One Up of these to days, 15. I'm going to go read all those. Well, that's issue 15 of the second volume, right? The first volume went to 20, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And Spawn kills everything. It seems to be good. Anything else in image, sir? I don't think so. Oh, Gunning for Hits, number three. You were enjoying that through yep, the first yep. two. I, I, yeah, I mentioned that. Yeah, oh, I'm excited you. about that one. All right, let's head on down to Marvel, where, uh-oh, it's time for Conan. Hmm. So is this like the third yeah, Conan book? The She-Devil of the Sea, who would be queen. So I'm not sure who Belit is. I mean, I really like Kate Nimzik. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's the artist, so I might be interested in that for her. Teeny Howard, I've never really enjoyed that writing. Her writing, I think it's she. Teeny. Yeah. But they are going all in on Conan. Regular titles and offshoot titles as well. Yeah, this is like the, I think this is the third one. Yeah. Plenty of, um, plenty of, um, uh, incentive variants for it as well. A Pacelli, an Afu Chan, a Vatine. Not yet another Age of X Man. 
Apocalypse. So, click on that cover one. That first, is that Apocalypse in an oversized t-shirt? Er. <laughs> I don't know. Is that an Archie shirt? Yeah, no, he looks he he looks like Alvin from Alvin and the Chipmunks. Oh, yeah, okay, that's that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> What is going on? I, I am unaware. I, I I mean, I know I've not been the most large of Marvel files, but that seems... And that's the cover A they've chosen. Yes, yes. Wow, that's crazy. Yes. Oh, magnificent Ms. Marvel is relaunching... This time with Saladin Ahmed on uh, the writing chores taking over for, uh, what's her face? Uh, what's her face? Oh, yeah, her. What? Who did it? Gosh, who did it forever? G. Willow Wilson. Man, uh, what is wrong with my brain today? Uh, let's see, we got a Marvel Tales Thor. Is this something old? Uh, Stan Lee, Larry Lieber. It's the 80th anniversary of the House of Ideas with an error-spanning Marvel Tales. Ah, hmm. yeah, yet another 80th anniversary thing, which I've enjoyed a lot of them, so I'll probably check this out. Which you can get a standard number one, or there's a $150 virgin version of it. By Jen Bartel? Yeah. Man. So they're just running straight for the super rares. What's a uh, $150 variant? Does that mean it's one in 250 That or one per store, and that's just its price. I'm not real sure on that one. Oh, okay. Could be one of those. Yeah. Ah, General Grievous for the Star Wars Age of Republic. Very hey, cool. Don't tell me yet. Let me look. Let me look at the picture. Wait, do you know? Before you look at it, do you know who Grievous is? I didn't until I looked at the picture. Okay, just is, is this robot-looking thing? <laughs> yes. I don't remember this at all. What episode is this? He is the general with. He's got the multiple arms, holds multiple lightsabers. He's <coughs> taken from fallen Jedi's. Hmm. <coughs> <coughs> so this is like uh, one of the prequels. Yes, correct. Absolutely. Yep. Hmm. The second nope. one, if I remember correctly. Second, yeah. How many but, times uh, have you seen the prequels? Have you seen them more than once? Yeah, I've seen them my, on my own, and then two or three times, and then yeah, I've seen them three. Or four a lot. Times. Okay. Not okay. a lot, but uh, you know, I I include them when I go back through everything. I I go back through everything, and of course, Grievous is big in the Clone Wars cartoon. Oh, okay. Because if you notice in, in the movie and stuff, he has kind of a breathing issue. And if you go back and watch the original Clone Wars cartoon, the previous one that was on Cartoon not Network, not the uh, secondary one, you see that Mace Windu for, kind of force crushes his larynx a little mm -hmm. bit. And that's where he gets his, his uh, breathing issues from. And I yeah, always I thought he was know. a really, really, really cool character. I like the idea of the, the split arms and the four different... Uh, uh, four different lightsabers and underneath that he's actually a, a species i can't remember off the top of my head but they're they're like lizard species yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool stuff very very neat i like that character but by far created just to sell uh, a mattel action figure 
<laughs> well, I mean, come on. Star Wars, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Between uh, not being able to remember a single creator's name today, mm-hmm. uh, not knowing a Megadeth album cover, and <laughs> not knowing who General Grievous is, I have, like, zero nerd cred. Yeah, yeah. You're, you, cred of any kind. Yeah. It's gone. Yeah. I just, I've, I've pissed it all away. This is true. It's okay. Uh, maybe one day. Yeah, maybe I can build that back up. <laughs> uh, let's see. What's this Uncanny X-Men Winter's End? Because there wasn't enough Uncanny X-Men coming out twice a week or whatever. This is Sin of Grace. Pass. Has he got Wolverine? Because now that he's back, don't we just toss him in everything? Actually, I don't see him on that one. Oh, looks like Iceman and the X-Men get a special visitor from the future. An older Bobby Drake has come to, pres- to the present to tell him to give up being a superhero. But what could have happened that would change Bobby Drake from the X-Men's resident jokester to a morose mutant? Yeah. Pass. Uh, that's about the end of Marvel for me, sir. A quick shout out to Wolverine Long Night. Uh, that's been really good. It's based on the podcast. Oh, that's right, yeah. And uh, first two issues have been great. This is issue three. Uh, fun, fun Wolverine story. Going to be a great collection. And got to get back and listen to that podcast eventually. There you go. That's it for Marvel for me. All right, so we're down to Boom, which immediately gives us to Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which we've had before. The first yep. print going to a third print. And if you are a fan, there are multiple FOC exclusive variants, a Slayer Infante variant and a Vampire Infante variant uh, that are FOC only. Firefly, the second print going to a third, and I'm sorry, the second issue going to a third, and the third issue going to a second. Nothing else for me there. I can't remember if that's the cover or not on this. Oh well. Sorry, I have no help on that. Alright, that's all for Boom Dynamite. And uh, who is Jerry in Rick and Morty? Jerry's the father. Oh, okay. He gets his own. He gets a number one comic. Uh, where's that at? Uh, it's down at Oni. Oh, you okay? You you whoa! You've moved way past where I was. Where were you? I said Boom. let's hit dynamite. And well, there's no, you know there's nothing in dynamite. No, but I, I <laughs> I'd feel bad obligatorily skipping them. But yeah, yeah. moving on. <laughs> let's just lump them all together with the bottom half. Riverdale season three is the show on season three. Yes. <coughs> How have I not watched season trade. two? I need to watch season two. Why have I not been in the mood for two? I really like that show. Well, what you need to be in the mood for is Walking Dead and catch up because this oh, is so awesome. Far behind the show. Oh, it's so good, so good. And you know what? You know who's in this this season, right? I wouldn't spoil it if I told you, would I? Uh, I've seen people putting on skin masks. Yes. Okay. Yes, so it is them. Yes. But, you know, it's kind of cool some of the juxtapositions that they've had to do since they've Yeah, we don't killed... have Carl, so we can't have a relationship with Carl. And so we but can't... we got a Carl rep- rela- relationship replacement. Yes, I know. So it's it's going to work out. 
Um, <laughs> oh, thank goodness. <laughs> thank goodness underage whoopee can occur. Yeah, we just we, we don't get an eyeball lick, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. That's true. That's that was the best part of that. Yeah, the 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 the, the, the yeah. Eye socket. Yeah. 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 Good call. Still wake up in a cold sweat. <laughs> but yeah, that was really the only thing I saw down there. Yeah, nothing else. So that does it for FOC for us. Yeah, so let me let me save some of those changes I've made. I know what I'm doing when I get back to it. So I I can't remember if uh, if the uh, Murder Falcon if this is one I pre-ordered I have to order here so I'll have to check because I want that cover. And you'll let me know <coughs> by when. <laughs> just put one on the order and uh, Noon, Eric, Eric just put one on the order and Eric will know that if I've already ordered one the nicks it. That's really not fair. You're putting a lot on him when you have. Your own order to He's maintain, a, and he has hundreds and hundreds of orders he to, is a, to comb So much better at these things than I am. And but I you have, shouldn't ask that of him. I'm not. I feel, I'm not even asking. I'm just doing it and expecting <laughs> the best. <laughs> Hope it all works out. That's great. Fantastic. Yes. All right. Uh, Michael Lamb said, "Hey, there's special Hellboy beer that's being brewed for the 25th anniversary of Seed of Destruction, with six different flavors inspired by the characters." Might be time to read some Hellboy. <laughs> okay, cool. They're rebooting the franchise in the, for the movies, so yeah. there's no better Hell, time. Hellboy beer. I did not know that. Uh, Robert says, after hearing you talk about Kawabunga, I am tempted to switch to mail order, but I feel guilty about it, like I'm cheating on my LCS. They don't give me any discounts, but they are really nice guys. What do you think? Well... <laughs> we don't have we don't have that problem. Yeah. We, I mean, we, I, I still go in there and pick, and yep. I still go in there and rummage. And if they have a sale, I participate. I just can't. Like they couldn't get it done on a on a weekly, monthly basis, and that's not on me. That's on them. Yep. But I yep. absolutely, if there's yep. something I need, I'll go in. If there's yep. something I want, I'll go in. And if they have a sale, I support them. But they've it. It's on them to get me in their shop at this point. But and I, <coughs> I think. If your LCS is doing treating you well and filling your orders and taking care of you, by all means, stick with them. If they don't give you any discount, they're not giving you bags and boards, they're not doing anything, you might want to siphon a little bit off. If they're having trouble with you know fulfilling some of the more obscure Antarctic Press stuff, we've had a lot of people talking to us anecdotally giving us stories about how Oh, their rags disappeared. Yeah, order. Oh uh, my goodness, yes. Or they they're blame asking. Diamond. Yeah, they're asking for the young guns variant, and they're being told yes. And then when they go in to pick it up, they're like, "Oh, by the way, I'm now charging you a hundred dollars for it." Yeah. So, so if those shenanigans occur, and you think there's, that something's up, there probably is something up because it it just seems it the 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 things we hear it seems way too coincidental that oh it's just the hot books that diamond screwed up on and they they didn't come in um and that you had pre-ordered them and you didn't get them um that happened to me a lot and no longer does uh so but i know some people also who are loyal to their lcs but they don't get a discount through their lcs so what they do is 
you know, they know they're not going to, that their LCS is not going to have a problem getting their Marvel or DC stuff. So they give, they keep their big two stuff there and move all their back half and image dark horse stuff to mail order. Um, because that's, those discounts can, you know, let them get sample more stuff and get more stuff for flipping and things like that. Um, and then they just, they just use the LCS for big two stuff, which is pretty much, um, guaranteed to, to not be a problem. They're not, you're you're not going to get screwed out of the big two stuff as, as much. Mm -hmm. Um, um, so I've seen a lot of people that are doing that. They're just kind of dipping their toe in mail order. Um, and, and, um, you can do it that way. You know, you could, or you could just kind of get on the mail order list um, I'm sure Eric wouldn't care if you got on the mail order list and you can just kind of see what they have to offer. Um, you know, if your LCS says, you know, they can't get this stuff, you know, maybe the, you're interested in the toys in the back or the T-shirts or something, um, Eric can get anything from the catalog. So uh, they'll have no problem getting that stuff for you and getting that stuff for you at some kind of a discount usually. Um, and so... I, I think it's worth at least at least getting on the on the list, getting the catalog, um, getting or getting the list, and um, and checking it out from there. Um, and and but I understand the need to not want to cheat on your LCS, especially if they're good guys. So, yeah, absolutely. So you don't want to do it if if they're taking care of you, but if they're not, you know, it's their fault. Drew has the same things with his wife, so she's been told the same thing. She gets to cheat as much as she wants. <laughs> I'm just glad to be in the mix. <laughs> uh, Jesse says, I hate delays. I hate these delays. I'd rather they just change artists and put it out on time. How do you guys feel about delays? Um, I'm probably with you. Uh, I, I don't know. Like Something like a saga. Would I be okay with it without Fiona? Probably not, but I think I'd get used to it if they changed artists and just started kept and kept cranking a story out. I think I'd be okay with it. What about you, Kyle? Yeah, lately, anything that breaks story momentum for any amount of time, months, it, yeah, it kicks me more than anything anymore is, is uh, delays and broken story momentum. Even on big things like uh, uh, whatever that Watchmen title is. Uh, the Doomsday Clock. Doomsday Clock. Even the every other. No, I can't do it. That one, I mean, the art is beautiful, mm-hmm. uh, uh, but I'll take, I would take a second tier artist on that if I got it uh, twice a month and it was over two years ago. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know? Uh, so so I'm, I'm 100% with him. Yeah. Yeah. We're right with you. Lewis says, hey, if you can only read one publisher and no others forever. Image. Is it Marvel, DC, or Image? He was giving you choices. Sorry, Image. Uh, it, it is Image for you? Yeah. See, I think... I mean, five years ago, it would have been Image. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Yeah. Uh, but with Marvel, I'm going to get close to 100 comics a month. <laughs> but you don't read 65 X-Men books, so that's going to knock it well, down to 15. Well, I would. Yeah, Because it would... I would get the most bang for my buck if I was if I went with Marvel. Um, DC would be what they they put out eighty seventy a month, and Image is right there 
70 80 a month well i'd hate to miss out on some of those image titles though just original storylines and the creativity you get from not necessarily find me another superhero thing that we can re i know i know boy that that's really really tough yeah uh, now, it would have to be one of these three. I wouldn't go off book and say, like... <laughs> Drew, Drew's only going Black Mask from now on. <laughs> I get four comics a year. Yeah. Um, man. Because, uh, oh, man. I mean, it's easy to say DC. I can have my Bat books, and that's, that's great. And I can continue to yeah. hold Nightwing close to my heart. But... If I'm looking, like right now, if you're like, ooh, I get Batman and Nightwing, I could easily say, ooh, you can keep Batman and Nightwing. <laughs> well, yeah, but you get you get Saga. Yeah. <laughs> not, not this year you don't. Not this year I don't. <laughs> and I don't get Walking Dead, but like things like Unnatural come out of nowhere that I'd never know about, and things yeah. like Middle West come out of nowhere that I'd never know about, and, you know, there's, I, you know, I'd... I think it'd be good for me because then I'd be reading a full image catalog and I'd be caught up on Rat Queens and yes. you know I'd be I'd be waiting with bated breath for the next die. Lewis, this is a, a Sophie's Choice, which is a movie I've never seen, but I think you get the reference. You um, save the mother. Yeah. Okay. There you go. You know it. <laughs> um, can I get two? Can I just pick two of the three? <laughs> okay, I'd probably be happy with two of the three. Uh, so who you I don't killing? Because I'm, I, I, I would lose, You'd I would lo- lose the, the obvious Moon Knight reboot that's coming up. <laughs> I, I'd miss out on Spidey. Uh, all my, oh, I couldn't. No do more it. Thor. I couldn't do it. I couldn't give up on, on Marvel. I you'd, can't quit Marvel. You'd never know where Daredevil doesn't go. Yeah, I, I've already read the first issue of that. It was fantastic. The Zdarsky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I, I think Image is so sporadic. You'd kill, you'd kill Image I, and I'd, just keep I'd your, take, your two I'd big it, two. Wow! No, I, no, 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 no. I, I'm telling you, if if I have to stick to one, no, okay. I take Marvel. If I get two, I'm throwing Image in there, and DC's out. Okay. Wow. But, but it's tough. It's tough. I don't want to. I don't want to. You never know. I don't want to. You do never this. know how Scooby Apocalypse ends. <laughs> it's true. If it if it takes effect right now, I'll never get to see. <laughs> That's not fair. I can't do it, Lewis. Screw you, Lewis. <laughs> Don't write in anymore. Your stupid questions. <laughs> Man. He made uh, me choose. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta I gotta have all three of those publishers. Yeah, I'm not doing it. I reject the premise. I reject your hypothetical. Get yeah, it out of here. You can't. You can't take away my comics. Uh, but I, I, I would sacrifice every other publisher for those three. I would. So lose you can out. Keep, you can keep all your publishers, but no more Netflix. Okay. Okay. So I, I, so I, was, I, I just I can kill I got other satellite. <laughs> I got satellite, man. I'm good. All right, just check. I haven't cut the cord. Um, yeah, I'm fine. Oh, I got Hulu <laughs> <laughs> and Prime and <laughs> and the new DC one, the Marvel one that's coming out, or I mean the Disney one that's coming out. And Man, I, can't, I don't hear WB's got another one coming out. Oh, for crying out loud! It's crazy. It doesn't make any sense. They want all our monies. Anyway, thanks, thanks, Lewis. A Marvin wants to know 
if the Batman, the damn number one bubble, has burst yet. Um, well, funny you should mention that. I have a coverprice.com, uh, which is C-O-V-R, price.com, top-selling comics for the, this week, the week of December 14th. So let's see what's on it. Let's see if it made the list. Uh, number one. That's a segue. That's a segue. Thank you. Who was it? Marvin? Marvin. Um, number one is Detective Comics 854, which is the first appearance of Alice Elizabeth. And in parentheses it says Batwoman TV show. Which is, isn't out yet, right? Correct. Not out yet. Okay. So that's um, raw copies selling for 15 bucks. 44 sold this week. Um, the graded <coughs> ones, graded ones going for 80. Number two is Rye, number zero, uh, which is the first appearance of Bloodshot. It's on Valiant. Bloodshot, um, relaunched. It probably has that movie that's coming out eventually. 60 copies of that has sold this week. 42 bucks a pop. Um, and the graded copies going for 129. Hey, the third. Number three is Motor Girl number one uh, from Terry Moore, which I have sitting here signed on my wall. Um, it has recently been optioned. Put it on and <laughs> 42 copies have sold for $13. Um, so that one's heating up. We have Immortal Hulk number 13 from uh, every Immortal Hulk by the way, is hot or has been hot for a little while. So just buy all those off the shelf. Mm-hmm. I, I think everybody's digging that. Um, it's selling for, looks like double cover, 59 have sold. Uh, that Harley Quinn, Derek Chu sideways variant that you liked, the I, anime I, style. Should have gone with my gut. It's at ten, uh, nine bucks. Um, it's selling graded for 70. Uh, that was uh, number five. Number six is another Immortal Hulk. Number 12, which is the first appearance of the One Below All. First full appearance of the One Below All. Um, with uh, It's selling for thirteen fifty on average. 79 sold this week. Uh, number seven is Spawn 293, the black and white C cover. Uh, so if you listen to Kyle, you would have never purchased this because he's always cover A. Um, on these, I've liked. I, I've, you have. I've ventured on the list going some spawn. They've sold almost a hundred of those this week. Ninety-six of them have sold for an average of fifteen, but fourteen forty-five. It's got an. It's an error variant. Error, error variant, and it's been scooped up very quickly. So I, there was an error on that one. Mm. So that's hard to. That's hard to. Uh, that's hard to spec on. You never know that's going to happen. Uh, let's see. Number eight is. Uh, Avengers 684, which is the first appearance of Immortal Hulk. Uh, 59 of those have sold this week. They're selling for an average of $13. Mine have all sold. I'll go on. Number nine is Incredible Hulk number 449, with the first appearance of the Thunderbolts. Um, Oh, wow. Yeah, this is selling um, an average of $25. Uh, 38 sold this week. And the CGC copies are over 200. Copies, that, the book is from 1997. 
So you could buy the raw copies pretty reasonably, 25 bucks, uh, get them graded, <laughs> and uh, make a lot of money. Because the, if, the, if the, the graded copies are selling for 200 and you can get the raw copies for 20 it don't cost you that much to get them graded. So, AKA, not a lot of people had that book graded. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what you're saying. Um, so, yeah, Thunderbolt's heating up. And number 10, Batman the Dam number one, uh, which was, which of course, the Batwang book. It sold, continues to sell well. 44 copies sold this week. Uh, it's, it's averaged around $80 for a raw copy. And the graded copies are going for around uh, an average of 150. So the bubble has not burst. Uh, it it's continues up. to sell. Mid January, they were getting 60 for it. Now they're getting yeah. 80 for it. It's going back up. I don't yeah. get it. I was way wrong on long term on this. There are so many copies of this book. Why is it still holding? Is 100, what, 150,000? Yes. Are these out there? There are 150,000, and a lot of the CGCs, you're getting them coming back over 9.8 because it's an OGN size. Oh, they're in, so it comes up 9.9? I've seen 9.9s of this, I think. I might have seen 10s. Well, because of the cover stock? Yeah, because of the cover stock. It's a big, thick A book. Dang. Man, I shouldn't have sold mine so fast. But so like, like I said, I was wrong. I thought yep. it. I, I'm like, who cares about a dong long term? Well, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, so that I think answers your question, Marvin. Yes, the, the no, the bubble has not burst. In fact, it's bigger. So hey, that's exciting. That's exciting. Good stuff. Yeah, there, there, there's multiple, there's multiple CGC 10.0 Batman dams. What are they selling for? Uh, Over two hundred, right? Five hundred bucks. Dang. Cover B in a ten gem mint. Yeah, there are dozens of 10.0s because of that stock. So, like nine point eight ain't where it's at for this book because there's tons of gem mints. Well, that's saying the average price for the average book is is nine point, or maybe they just have a placeholder that that says the nine point eights sell for this. Yeah, much. everything defaults to a nine point eight as the yeah. as the standard yeah. high end for those. But just on this one, because of the yeah. size and yeah. everything, tens are not uncommon. So this is one of those cases where you should have held on to it. Quick flip was not where it was at. Uh, Quick flip so was getting 30, 30 to fifty, right? Thirty to fifty. Um, the, like the week it came out, mm-hmm. and that's hard to turn down. And it yes. was so hard to turn down, I did not turn it down, <laughs> yeah. and sold it. So, but you know, uh, you know, you, you do that, and you, you you roll the dice, and down the road, um, it you might come to bite you, but you can't keep everything unless you have unlimited space. Yeah, and money, and money, and I have neither. <laughs> I like, I like having money in my pocket. Mm-hmm. All right, let's FOC this for what week is it? We just did FOC, so you want to do? Oh, not uh, FOC. Uh, sneak peek. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's head over to previewsworld.com. Let's find February twentieth, two thousand nineteen. Yeah. I click a table view because I can't do gallery. It makes my eyes cross. And let's start where we love to start. Let's start in image. 
Bitterroot, which I hear is getting c- canceled. Uh, or the creators are putting on the shelf or something like that, I've heard. Hmm. There's a third printing for die. Crazy. Issue seven for output zero. Should be some fun stuff happening in that issue. Mm-hmm. We're getting some answers to some of the mystery. Really good. Uh, we got Sharky the Bounty Hunter, which is uh, yet another Mark Millar book. Mm-hmm. Um, soon to be uh, on Netflix. Uh, you got to buy them. I mean, you can't skip out on them because they're all going to be optioned in some form or fashion. Um, this is with Simone Bianchi as the artist. Uh, this is a sci-fi book where Sharky is a blue-collar bounty hunter who tracks criminals across the galaxy in his converted rocket-powered ice cream truck. Aided and abetted by his 10-year-old partner, he's out for the biggest bounty of his career. Yeah, sounds dumb. I got, I, I, I believe it, but it's going to do really well. Um, it's going to get made into something. <laughs> I was going to say, before I even know, I know it's six issues, and I know it's over the top. <laughs> and it's got a quietly... Uh, Frank Quitely cover, which I ordered a ton of. Um, it's got a Scalera cover, which is very nice, but I didn't order any of those. And I got a couple cover A's coming. Oh, the Kershaw cover's nice. They're all nice, really. Yeah. I only should have got the sketch cover. That's really nice. Awesome looking. Seven to Eternity, 13 cover A. And this is the end of the second story arc. And it feels like Seven Two Eternity has been going on for five years, and it's on issue thirteen. Is mm-hmm. that possible? Yes, it's possible. Seems like it's been going on a long time, and it's taking forever to come out. All right, Middle West number four, of course, also offered on this week. Oh, that's an August uh, order code for Seven Two Eternity, so it's way delayed. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. It's four months behind. Yeah. Anything else in previews? Or in uh, no. image? No. Oh. Dark Horse. And here's where I'm going to jump on Anthem number one. Uh, I was playing it a few weeks ago uh, for the, the, uh, the beta. It makes me feel like Iron Man. It's got an awesome story. So I am jumping hard on this book. Anthem number one. Yes, yes. And this, I th- this video game is going to be huge. I think we're like, I think it comes out next week on the twenty second because right now we're in our uh, EA Access ten day or ten hour trial period. What is it? Um, it's weird because like you can play Anthem on X day when it actually releases or if you have EA access since it's an EA game you can play 10 hours of it a week before based on a trial so it's it's very weird it's a very staggered and odd uh, release window and date for it but it is uh, a really big deal now who was the who were the um, uh, video game companies that had the big layoffs um that was uh, just Activision Blizzard, I think. 
And what's yeah. their game that underperformed? Activision. Well, um, what they did is they essentially let Destiny go. So they laid off 800 people because they consolidated a lot of the marketing departments for Destiny that they no longer have. And oh. they, they've actually said in their earnings call, because like they, people were up in arms because they started out their earnings call saying, we made record money. And people were like, wait, but you just laid off 800 people. Um, because, because they... <laughs> a lot of that was consolidated marketing and consolidated executives. And they've said, yes, we laid off a bunch of people and all this stuff, but we're actually ramping up production studios for, for a few other games. So some of the actual coders, they're going to hire more of. But, you know, none of this is confirmed. But it looks like a lot of them uh, moving off of the Destiny title, they, they don't need a lot of that group be it overseas uh, or local. Gotcha. Yeah. There were 800 of them working on, just on Destiny? And it's been out for how long? No, well, they were, they had, it was a big push on Destiny. I think uh, its original bu- budget, they were going to do like f- millions and millions of dollars in marketing for it, like $500 million in marketing over a 10-year period because this was supposed to just be a games-as-a-service game that continued to build on itself. But it's missed the mark quite a bit on a few things. And it they... To the point where they're just like, um, you go, we're going to drop off. So Activision's like, we no longer want to publish this. You can just take it back, Bungie, and uh, you do your own thing on it. I thought people liked Destiny, no? People like it, but it's just not doing what they wanted them to. And when they came out with Destiny 2, um, it kind of catered to the softcore gamer. And you made some of the hardcores that, like, I'm going to say me, that I think I had... Fourteen to sixteen hundred hours in Destiny One over what? A, a year and a half period of <laughs> doing weird hardcore raids. Um, oh, okay. But then they would put these these things out to say, "Hey, only eleven percent of our customer base does these hardcore raids." So you're like, "Cool, I, I'm in the minority on these," and you know, I bought all your DLCs and I spend your money. But then when the next one came out, they're like, "We're gonna make everything really easy, and we're gonna make it so." The long-term game, after you finish the main stuff, is not rewarding at all and gives you no reason to stick around for 1,400 hours. And it just kind of lost its oh, step. And oh. then six months, you know, their, their little cycle of we're going to release new content every three months, every six months, a couple of them missed the mark. And then some of the, the last one that came out was really good, but it just didn't seem like it's enough. And it just, the, the future of this game kind of was a little, hmm. What are they going to do next? Because we thought they were going to take one title and build 10 years on one title. And here they were playing it for a few years and then coming out with a number two and starting over, essentially. And did Fortnite eclipse it? Fortnite is just burying everything. But right now, Fortnite actually is getting cut a little bit by a company called Apex Legends, who made a game called... I don't know if anybody's interested. I may be going off on a tangent that's not good for comic people but apex legends is i was a big fan of titanfall uh and the the people who created titanfall respawn entertainment came out with a new essentially fortnite killer a battle royale game called apex legends that dropped for free last week and has been pulling a great mindshare from fortnite and it's kind of the same deal yeah it's uh you know three player squads um you know around 100 to 200 players in an arena you know, winner take all. And that's the sweet spot for the entry level 11 year old kid can play next to the 40 year old kid. 
Yeah, and, and have an advantage over people like me because they have those darn lightning quick reflexes and unlimited <laughs> access to Mountain Dew. But yeah, well, see the current the current video game market for these games is they're free to play, so they drop and they're like it's completely free, and then they're like, oh cool, if you want your guy to be pink, give us five bucks. Ooh, if you want your guy to dance this way, give us five bucks. If you want to get the newest skin for season two, give us twenty bucks for the new battle pass, and it's on that same market where. It had 25 million downloads within the first week because it's a free game. So there's no yeah. barrier to entry to just be like, I'll download it, try it out. They even released the game with zero marketing and with two days notice. They had online cre content creators leak that it was coming two days ahead of time and then just, boom, straight launched it and said, go ahead and get it. Because they knew if they said, a new game backed by EA with microtransactions and you put that out into the world and gave video game people, you know, two mm -hmm. months to nitpick yeah. at it, they'd yeah. all hate it before they even saw it. But by kind of stealth releasing it and just saying, everybody go download it and play it, they they hit just giant numbers. And like I said, 25 million downloads within a week. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. This has been Video Games for Coming <laughs> Fun and Profit, our new spinoff series, coming to you this fall from... Yeah. The podcast channel. I've been in a crazy video game headspace lately between the beta for Anthem, the beta for Division 2, uh, Crackdown 3 coming out, and uh, still playing Breath of the Wild and all kinds of crazy stuff. You've all, all three systems booted up at all times, always humming. They've always got something going yeah, on. Yeah, there's always something to be played. Uh, <laughs> that's awesome. I am done with Image. <laughs> oh, wait, yeah, we were talking comics. Down to IDW. I'm done with that as well. Or no, we were, yeah, we, were, yeah. we were already done with Image, weren't we? Yeah, we were already done because we'd moved on and we started talking about Anthem and then we saw, yes. I don't think, anything else in Dark Horse. Yes. And then nothing in IDW. We're down to DC. Yes. And with DC, we need to take a little side quest because they had a Vertigo book called Second Coming by Mark Russell, which was... Uh, Oh, yeah, the Jesus one. The Jesus one. And they have now canceled that. There was an online petition uh, to have that thing canceled. And they have decided to cancel it now. I don't know if you knew the solicit. I, it, it may have been sacrilegious. I can't remember what the solicit said. It, was, um, it wasn't anything that made me cringe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, you know... You're a church-going man, yes, sir. And you didn't, you didn't, you don't remember it being offended. Yeah, I, well, granted, I'm not easily offended by anything, but yeah, I mean, do your take. I mean, I read, I remember reading Judas from from Boom, and yeah, some things like that. Uh, I remember reading, uh, uh, God damned, yeah, the damn, yeah, God damned, that kind of thing. And and I like it when people take biblical things and build on them and do their own worlds and look on things. I don't have to worship a comic book, but it's just neat if I want to jump into that and have, you know, some knowledge of the inside joke and the source material. Um, they've critics have called it blasphemous. And, um, there was Mark an Russell, online, Mark Russell's not like a big douche. So I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have a reason to do it. I mean, I I think he's a self-avowed agnostic. Um, so I mean that probably added some fuel to the fire. You know, how dare he be the one 
writing about Jesus in mm. any way. Um, I mean, I love the movie Dogma. It pokes fun at Catholicism and Christianity. I mean, it's all yeah, in good I'll, fun. This is a yeah. medium where you can, you can, you know, half of the books that we worship are yeah. man in tights. The the bad the bad part of this is DC caved to a few people signing a, a petition, mm-hmm. um, creating controversy out of what I don't think is a big deal. Uh, the good news is um, they didn't just like shelve his book. They said, "Hey, do you want you want it back? And you can take it somewhere else. It's just not right for us at this time. So Mark Russell will now take it to an image or somebody else." And publish it there, and with the hype controversy behind it, it'll probably sell better than it would have at Vertigo. Yeah, no doubt. Um, so we'll see. I, I'm going to read it, um, or at least the first issue. I was going to read it anyway. It's Mark Russell. Um, well, who am I kidding? I'm going to read the whole thing. It's Mark <laughs> Russell. Yeah. Um, but you know, it, if it's really bad, I'll know. I'll know if it's really, if it's really bad, and I'll and I, I will stop reading it, but I don't. I, I've never been offended by comics. Yeah, I mean bad comics <laughs> that I can't get quite get through. But um, yeah, so that that was kind of like the something that bubbled up this week. Uh, and I, I I think it's just kind of a manufactured thing. But yeah. whatever. Um. Anyway, DC. American Carnage, number four, very should could should also be controversial, but it's not. Uh, <laughs> a lot of um, uh, violence in this bad boy. Um, a lot of racial undertones in this thing, overtones. Um, but it's good. It's good. It's from our two readers. It's Brian Hill. Um, over the first three issues, and it's um, really a good title. So I think it's the shining light. The only good title at Vertigo right now. There you go. Speaking of Vertigo, we have a number new number one, high level number one, uh, from Rob Sheridan with art by Barnaby Bagenda and Romulo Fajaro. Man, I should have read these ahead of time. Hundreds of years after the world ended and human society was rebuilt from scratch, a self-interested smuggler is forced to travel a a new continent of danger. New. Yeah, new continent of danger and mystery to deliver a child messiah to high level, a mythical city at the top of the world from which no one has ever returned. Okay. We think. I like End of the World. Vertigo, you know, does some. Yeah, I'm going to try it. I'm in. Mm. Let me know. I will. <laughs> I mean, if it's any I good. I'm not probably gonna. I'm gonna sit that one out probably. Yeah. Um, I have. I I did enjoy the first um, part of the price, which is the crossover between Batman and the Flash. Mm-hmm. They're they're working on this cold case, and uh, Josh Williamson is doing the writing, but I think Tom King's just helping him plot it. Um, but it it was pretty good, and I'm kind of a sucker for a a crossover. I remember the button very fondly. Oh yeah. As a as the last Batman Flash crossover, so I'm I'm psyched to see where that goes. And that is should be fun. Definitely a Chris Burnham cover. Eye. Yeah.
Nightwing 57. Uh, I like the cover A more than I do the cover B. But I like the cover B, too. I like both the covers on these ones. Joker's Daughter, back in with Nightwing. Huh. Yeah. With Rick. Yep, he's still Rick, isn't he? Yep. Who did Who did I just see is taking over Nightwing? Or at least doing part of it. I, I'm going to have to Google this because I can't remember now. Because, again, my brain is mush. <laughs> it was somebody we like. Oh, it was um, it was Zach Kaplan, uh, the guy that did um, Eclipse. Oh, yeah, we talked about that for a second, I think. We already knew that? Yeah, I think we... Maybe okay. I don't know. Yeah, so he's he's coming on the Nightwing, so I, I'm hoping that um, adds a little juice to it. Although I've been enjoying it. Um, we'll see. There you go. The Teen Titans, uh, I like that cover a lot. Oh, yeah, that is cool. That was uh, Giuseppe Camagoli. Yeah, and then, of course, you're... Uh... Cover B is a feature of the character Roundhouse. Yeah. Alright, let's head on down to Marvel. Probably going to be something here that, that that is hot. I just don't know what it is. I don't think it'll be Dazzler number one facsimile edition for $4 because you can pretty much pick up the cover A of the OG one for about that in some places. No, I think... Uh, I think Dazzler's heating up, isn't it? Maybe. I don't know. I picked up that, that that for nothing not too long ago. Well, not too long ago, like a year? Longer than that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think since then it's heated up. There you go. Love Romances number one. What do we think about Hulkverines first? Ooh, Hulk Vereens. Yeah. Three issue series. Yeah. It's got Greg Pack. I like Greg Pack. Yeah. We've got Immortal Hulk, you know, really hot. We've got Weapon H, who's really hot. Any chance this is something? Yeah. It could be fun. If you like any any of these three characters, you'll enjoy this. Could it be flippable? Yes. That's what I was thinking. Yes. And a Wolverine Infinity Watch by Jerry Duggan. More Infinity. <sighs> We're going to do this right through the new movie, aren't we? Yes, yes we are. I've grown weary. Your West Coast Avengers has already gotten to a trade paperback. Wow. Well, that's six issues it's not yeah. that big of a deal it just seems like just a couple months ago i was making fun of that <laughs> that terrible terrible cover yes yeah. all right anything else in a marvel probably but uh, i don't know <laughs> i didn't care for any of the true believers so yeah, yeah. let's um, go dynamite dynamite what we think of crackdown um, I'm playing it right now. 
Oh, it's another game? Yep, another game. Futuristic uh, superhero police officer. Um, voiced by Terry Crews. Looks just like Terry Crews. Um, it got panned. It's getting horrible reviews. But I actually I have a lot of fun with it because I like to go collect the orbs and run around the world. Um, Is so. it the type type of, of game that will fuel another property's speculative no 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 it's an xbox exclusive and that's by far the console that's third in the race so it will have the least people playing it and the least people caring so this is not as spec worthy but if you like that game or like that universe um snag it up yeah that's it Uh, just look at red sonia frank virgin crazy Crazy high prices for those. Just looking at them. All right, boom. Anything? Oh, black badge FOC, which we didn't have the cover during FOC ordering, yeah. and so now we see it's kind of a uh, topography. A map. Yeah, yeah. Kind of cool. Yeah, very neat take. I like that kind of thing. Now let's go make some money in the yeah, back. Yeah, let's look at our smaller publishers. Of course, I went heavy on Appalachian Apocalypse number one. Mm-hmm. So, um, don't know yet if I... Did you read it? No. Didn't read it. Don't. I haven't heard a thing about it. No heat on it, but, uh, you know. Maybe. Maybe, perhaps. I don't know anything about George McDonald's Light Princess Number One from Cave Pictures Publishing. Wow, wow, that's a mouthful. Yeah. Valiant has a a new number one called Incursion. It's written by Andy Diggle and Alex Packnadel. I don't know about Valiant as far as spec books. It's true. Well, except for that Rye number zero. Mm. Wish I had some of those. <laughs> punchline number four. We had some good heat on the original punchlines. There's the fourth oh, one. It's true. I believe the market's caught up by now. Yes, exactly what I was going to say. Probably time to jump off that ship. Stronghold number one from Aftershock. I went heavy on this. It is Aftershock and it is Phil Hester. Oh, good. Yeah. We like him. Our planet is actually a prison designed to both trap and shelter an amnesiac alien entity of incredible, incredible, incalculable power. Not known, now known as Michael Gray, this cosmic angel of destruction currently believes himself to be an ordinary Midwest insurance underwriter. Who belongs to a global secret society dedicated to the truth about his past. To make matters worse, our hero has fallen in love with Michael Gray. And for their love to be born, Earth must die. Yes. Very nice. Well, Scout Comics has Wolfborn. W-U-L-F-Born. Wolfborn. Wolfborn by Brian Middleton. Uh, doing the writing and art chores. Uh, 
Come to me and I will heal your broken heart. These words spoken by a sweet-voiced angel lead Wolfborn into a dark and creature-filled underworld. Uh, cover looks nice, clean, like it. Scout Comics puts out quality comics. Um, easy to get graded, easy to get nice high grades <laughs> with those if they hit. Um, might be one to think about. And the Zodiac is a Zetoscope property. Covers C and D being your cheesecake covers. There was a um, Zenoscope I was reading the other day that was oh, really yeah? good, and I can't think of what it was mm. called. Yeah. I like some of their stuff. If you can get by the the, the cheesy cover, you know, I, I they've got go. some good stuff. All right, Drew, this is the point of the podcast where I ask you for your pick of the week. What is going to be the next Batwang book? What is going to be the next thing that you need to pick up and spec on hard that's going to make you a little bit money in this convoluted comic world? Drew, what do you got? Uh, it's Sharky Bounty cover, Hunter number cover one. C. Cover C. By Frank Quitely. Um, you know, get a couple, stick them in a box, wait till you hear the Netflix uh, announcement, and then uh, pull them back out, dust them off, and flip them. Very cool. That's what you and do. I am going That's with Anthem do. number one. I am banking on this game being super popular, people clamoring for additional storylines within this, even if they're not relegated to the main story. Um, and either way, I really like the story in the game, and it's something that if I heard there was other things to read, I would definitely be grabbing on. So I am wanting a three-pack of Anthem. Nice. So, if you guys disagree with any of the things we've said, there was a ton of good books, so I highly recommend hitting your LC ups because there are multiple things I would be picking up. I would be grabbing that Aftershock book. I would be grabbing all kinds of stuff here this week. So definitely not mm -hmm. a good week to skip your LCS. Make sure that you're there when they open on Wednesday to get this stuff. But if there's something we missed or didn't talk highly enough about, feel free to drop us a line uh, either on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, through our Gmail account. All these things can be found at our website, comicsforfunandprofit.com. Drop us a line. Tell us what we missed. Tell us if we're right. Tell us if we're wrong. But if we make you some money, definitely let us know on that. So, we missed you guys for a week. We're thankful we're back. So, for Drew and for myself, see ya. Boom, we had a few there.